You are now listening to Supernatural Breakthrough with Mike Signorelli. The unseen realm, ancient wisdom, and your freedom awaits in this episode. Remember, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a new episode drops. Come on, let's jump right in. Yeah, so hey, I want I'll just tell some stories. That's why I jumped on. So I'm gonna get right into it. And if people want to hang out with me, they can. And uh, okay, so you know, I have I started my ministry at 15 years old, and the very first time I ever preached. I, at the conclusion of the service, I laid my hands on a young girl. She was four years old. She had been born with like a decrepit, you know, disabled hand. And when I laid hands and prayed for her, she stretched her hand forth and it was completely healed. That's how I started my ministry. That was like day one, right? And, um, you know, then I didn't see another miracle at that level until two years later when I was 17 years old. And at 17 years old, I was doing a, uh, I was preaching in Gary, Indiana, actually. Have you guys ever been to Indiana? So I was in Gary, Indiana, and I was preaching and, um, yeah, drop a comment. Drop a comment. Let me know where you're watching from. A lot of people are joining. This is fun. Do you guys like being in my, in my apartment with me? Is this cool? Something different? And anyways, um, I was 17 years old and I was preaching in Gary, Indiana. And um, the Lord told me that he was gonna heal someone, but I I didn't know what he was gonna heal them of or how that was gonna work. And so, sorry, I'm like new to this YouTube live and it's driving me nuts. (laughs) Sorry, Uh, let's see here. Um, And and I felt like the Lord was gonna heal somebody, but I didn't know what they were gonna be healed of. So I actually had this on audio cassette tape recording and I just kept praying and praying and praying and praying. And it was funny because at 17, I preached my message. I, you know, I really wasn't like, I, I was never a bad preacher, but it, you know, it wasn't like a really well defined message. It's just, I shared something and I thought it was gonna be like a 30 minute sermon, but it was like 15 minutes. So then now I'm like awkwardly on the other side of this sermon, like now what do I do? Well, anyways, uh, I kept praying and pressing into prayer about 15 minutes in, and you can hear it on the audio cassette recording. This woman gets healed because her deaf ear open and she's running around the church screaming, saying, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. So, you know, before I was 18, I had already seen two medically verifiable miracles just ministering. That's before I was even 18. So for me, it was like normal, right? Hey, Charlene, thanks for being a channel member. So good to see you. So then uh, really in my early 20s, I started ministering and traveling. I saw deaf ears open in Columbia, which was amazing. I was preaching on the side of a mountain and there were just like, I think six, seven hundred, six or seven hundred. Um, uh, yeah, good comment, Catherine Coleman. Somebody says you look super slim. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm getting healthy. I'm eating right for the first time in 20 years. You can't ask God to heal something that you're not willing to apply discipline to him, all right? But anyways, um, so... What's up? North Germany's watching. So good to see you guys. I'm sorry I'm distracted. I just wanted to jump on to have fun with you guys. I, I, I wanted to do something informal, you know, and I just thought it'd be fun. 
Great to see you, Keith. What's going on, Keith? Man, miss you, bro. I'd love to see you sometime. Good to see you. Checking in from Queens. What's up, Corey? Okay, so anyways, in my 20s, I saw miracles as well. And, um, you know, just incredible things. I was preaching on the side of a mountain in Colombia, and there were like 600 to 700, you know, young people there. And all of a sudden, this girl, she was deaf, her ears open. But, you know, and then I've seen a whole bunch of lower backs healed and knees and all kinds of incredible things. But, you know, it's just been like, you know, but you, there's just like a different level, you know, you know what I'm, I'm trying to get this out. There's different levels. It's like when someone's back's healed, you're like, praise God, that's amazing. But when deaf ears open, I think that's like another level. I just want to tell you this. What happened yesterday was crazy. And I say that because, you know, during the pandemic, I would go live and I would speak through my phone just like this. And I watched God heal so many people, so many people. And every single time I saw him heal somebody, it was just amazing. And I didn't know that God could do that through a phone. I know that sounds stupid, but all the times I prayed for people, it was in you know real life, I guess. I don't know what that means, like in person. So anyways, I would just start to pray for people through the phone. And I did see a woman healed of MS. You guys know that MS is currently not something that you can receive uh, like medical, a medical cure for it. And so for me, it was just like, that was crazy. And, but then, you know, uh, all that's awesome. Activate churches in the comment saying, hey, just an update, you prayed for our church and our launch and everything's going awesome. Man, I'm encouraging you guys to activate church, that's awesome. So anyways, um, I, I've seen some crazy miracles, but, and I, we do deliverance. You guys know we cast demons out of people every single Sunday for ever, <laughs> you know? And so that's nothing new. But, but yesterday, and this is why I jumped on, because I wanted to at least tell this story on live before, um, you know, before the week gets away from me, because I'm going to be traveling. I'm actually going to be in South Carolina, right, Bell? Yes. I'm going to be in South Carolina for this week, hanging out with my friend Chris Hodges, and then I'm going to be flying from South Carolina to Northwest Indiana. I'm going to actually be in, in Chicago area, and that's a secret. But if you're in my text community, I will tell you what that secret is. <laughs> and so uh, Freya says, are you coming to Australia? You know, nobody, nobody has booked me to come out to Australia yet. So I need to reach out to some folks out there. But if you guys saw the Domino Revival, I am going to be traveling all over literally the United States and the world. So make sure that you get as close as you can to wherever I'm going to be on that tour date. So, okay. So, the, so let me tell the story. So I felt like the Lord was getting ready to do a greater level of um, the miraculous. And you, you know, you can kind of feel, Roxy says, what's my text info? I don't know if one of my admins can actually put my, my text number. All you do is you text me and then you get added to my contact list and then you're in my text group. So my phone number is in my Instagram profile. So if you go to, your, if you go to my Instagram, it's the blue checkmark account. You can actually, um, my, my phone number's in there and just text me and then, it, and then it, you'll get a little a prompting to join my text group. Okay, I know a lot of you guys are like, how do I get in your text group? What are you talking about? So yeah, go to my Instagram. My phone number's there. Text me. You'll get a prompting. You'll go into my, my actual, uh, I don't know what you call it, my connect group. 
or whatever. Someone says, how do I join my, my te your team? Uh, I need spiritual partners and people who know what's going on. How do I join your team? Oh, thanks, Bianca, for, for uh, my number. I don't know if I can pin that. Let me see if I can. Bianca, if you can pin that comment, try. I love how we got so many people watching right now. This is funny. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, all right, so anyways, so I felt like the Lord was getting ready to do something and increase his glory, like increase his... The, how do I explain this to you guys? You know, the, the Lord will take you from glory to glory. Um, there's different dimensions of spiritual authority. There, hey, what's going on? I see you guys in the chat. You know, there's, um, like, let me give you an example because I want to base this on the Bible. When Jesus was tempted by Satan in the wilderness, the Bible actually says that when he came out of the wilderness, he spoke with a new authority. So Jesus himself actually elevated in a level of authority, and we see that in Scripture. So there's different times where I just feel like the Lord is getting ready to elevate the level of influence, authority, um, release more of his virtue, more of his presence. It's kind of hard to, to really explain it. Um, you know, I I'm, I'm, didn't prepare to do a teaching right now. I just wanted to tell some stories. But you know what it has to do? This is the best way I can explain it. It has to do with trust. Like, can the Lord trust you? Can the Lord, like, you know, do you know him intimately? Does, and does he know you? You know how the Bible says that there's gonna be many people who they say, you know, Lord, Lord, I cast out demons in your name. I did all these things, but, but then the Lord's gonna say, depart from me for I never knew you. So I think it has to do with trust, right? Like, does the Lord trust you? And then do you know and trust the Lord? And as you're going on that journey, he'll say, like, are you going to steal any glory from me? Are you going to rob me of the credit? Or are you going to take the credit? Like, um, there's this guy, his name's A.A. Allen. A.A. Allen was a very significant uh, faith healer. He did signs, miracles, and wonders. The Lord used him powerfully. And A.A. Allen was a white man who broke racial boundaries, and he worked with African Americans and would get um, death threats and different things. And A.A. Allen, whenever you watch his meetings, and this was, you know, a year, like decades ago, you know, everything's in black and white. A.A. Allen repeatedly gave glory to God over and over and over and over again. And he would tell people, I've never healed anyone. I can't heal anyone. Jesus is the healer. He's the one who does it. Um, but the healing coming through us is proof that he's with us. And the, the proof that he's with me is that these miracles are happening. And then you have Catherine Coleman, which somebody mentioned here. You know, when you study the, the generals of faith, the generals of old, like a Catherine Coleman, she was repeatedly um, giving the glory to God. Look, it's my wife in the background. I was like trying to hide. <laughs> she was trying to hide. So Catherine Coleman repeatedly gave the glory to God and she would say phrases like, the Holy Spirit, he's, he's my best friend. You know, the Holy Spirit is my best friend and just, you know, different things like that. And she would allude to her intimacy. So I feel like for me, I've, I, at the age of 15, I saw my first medically verifiable miracle when I prayed for that little girl. At 17, the first deaf ear opened while I, after I preached a sermon. In my 20s, I saw miraculous things happen, more deaf ears open. But 
recently I felt like, Lord, uh, and I saw him heal somebody from MS through a broadcast just like this. I was just holding my phone. And, but I felt like, Lord, I want you to trust me with more. I'll give you the credit. I'll give you the glory. Um, you know, I, I, won't, I, I won't steal the credit from you, God, and I'll make sure. And, and then the other thing is, a lot of people are ashamed of the Holy Spirit. Um, there's a lot of pastors that pretend like it's God the Father, Jesus the Son, and then the Holy Scriptures. But it's actually God the Father, Jesus, and then it's the Holy Spirit. So yesterday we were in service and I told, now you guys know I'm really into theology. I have my own college, V1 College. I teach doctrine, I teach theology and I'm very into theology. And I know that there are people who say, well, we shouldn't ever corporately pray in tongues together because there has to be an interpreter. I believe that that's a very bad interpretation of the context of those scriptures because, um, you know, well, I won't get into that, <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, that was the first century church. I think it's okay in a corporate setting if the word is going to be preached um, to corporately speak in tongues all in unison because the Holy Spirit is omniscient, omnipresent, and able to pray and speak through um, a multitude of believers at the same time. And it doesn't always need to be interpreted. Sometimes it's just, um, how do I put this? Like a group intercession, right? And so yesterday I felt like the Holy Spirit told me to just have all of V1 church just pray in tongues all at the same time. So like all of us just begin to pray in tongues. Everybody start interceding. Matter of fact, I was telling other people, go into the, go, I was telling one guy, Anthony, I said, go into the lobby and just start praying in the spirit and walking through the lobby, right? So he was just doing that, you know, just walking through the lobby, praying. I mean, you hundreds of people just praying in the spirit. And so all of a sudden, now this is the thing, and this is why I say this, I felt awkward because I'm thinking I have friends that are uh, big time theologians. The fact that I, you know, that I have hundreds of people speaking in tongues at the same time with no quote unquote interpretation. You know, I know that what I'm doing is not out of order because I was actually the one um, as the father of the house, you know, as the lead pastor, I was directing the order of everything. You know, there was a declaration of the word, the scripture. So I knew it was in order. But it challenged me. And then, to be honest with you guys, we have guests who come for the very first time uh, every week by the droves. Because, and the other thing is we're, in, we're on Long Island where nobody is a Christian. Everybody is Catholic, you know, and Christian. Nobody's a Protestant, evangelical, spirit-filled Christian. They are Catholic. They're Hindu, atheist, agnostic, Muslim. They're everything. They're Jewish. You know, they're Jews, ethnically, religious, orthodox. It's crazy. So when people do make the decision to come to our church, you know, I always have in my mind, like, this is somebody's first experience. So, the, but here's the thing that's crazy. So I put myself, I, and I risked, yesterday I, I took a risk where I was like, I'm going to pray. I'm going to have hundreds of people pray in the spirit the, and speak in tongues all at the same time, unapologetically. I don't care what people think. I don't care, you know, and I, I really was like, I'm just gonna, I am going to do what I feel the Holy Spirit leading me to do. And here's where it gets crazy. So we go, how many minutes in, how many minutes do you think we prayed in tongues, Jules? A couple of minutes. Couple of minutes. Kind of 
long. It was a long I time. Yeah, it was. She didn't know I was going live, but I just felt like getting this out. I had to get this off my chest. So and now we're speaking in tongues, and it's and it's like going long. You know, and I, and I'm thinking now in my flesh, I'm like people that are visitors are going to think we've we've done lost our mind. Um, you know, I'm thinking that. Uh, the theologian reformed people are going to think that, you know, we're ignorant because we're not interpreting it. All this is going through my head, but I know what the Holy Spirit told me. So then I hear the voices of hundreds of people speaking in tongues. And all of a sudden I hear, and when I say hear, I felt an impression on my heart of the Holy Spirit telling me repeatedly, thank you for not silencing me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then I just start weeping. You can actually see this at the V1 Church YouTube channel if you wanna go watch it. And I just, and I start weeping uncontrollably because I can hear the Holy Spirit saying, thank you for not silencing me. Thank you for not silencing me. Thank you for not silencing me. Then the glory of the Lord, which is like the manifest presence of God, begins to roll into this room. And I'm telling you, it got thick. And I just said, man, it makes me want to cry. I've been talking about it. I said, if you want a touch from the Lord, I want you to come up now. I'm going to begin to pray for people. And the whole front of our church just fills up. So all of a sudden, I am laying hands on people. People are spontaneously receiving the gifts of tongues. Now, I personally believe and most respected theologians believe that you receive the indwelling of the Holy Spirit immediately upon salvation. But oftentimes people receive the gift of tongues simultaneously, and sometimes they don't. Um, Who's that guy? Uh, Francis Chan, right, Jules? Francis Chan uh, recently received the gift of tongues, but for years he didn't have the gift of tongues, but he desired it. But I do believe he had the indwelling of the Holy Spirit the entire time upon salvation. But I just, but there's the gift of tongues. Oftentimes, and, and um, you can receive both simultaneously. I love seeing in the comments, many of you are saying, I want the gift of tongues. I love that. Come on. Paul said that I desire that you would all prophesy, you know, that you would all receive the gift of tongues. This is like, and that it's a gift, not a reward, which just means you receive it. You don't earn it and you just receive it. But many of us are really bad gift receivers. We're very good at giving gifts and we, we're, we'll take what we earned, but not, we just are, it's very difficult for us to receive uh, gifts. And so for some of you are like, I feel like there's a block. What's the block? It could be that you're orphaned and you think that you have to earn everything and you're treating God like a transaction. And you're like, well, I'm not good enough. I'm not holy enough. No, the blood of Jesus makes you whole, um, an inhabitable, holy place uh, for the Holy Spirit to dwell. So don't be discouraged. And so anyways, I'm laying hands on everybody and people are receiving the gift of tongues. They're speaking in tongues. It was powerful. Now, one of the things I said yesterday, and I want to say this to you if you're watching right now, is I said to everybody, this is the way prayer works in, in the context of people coming up to receive prayer. If you, whatever you want and you put a demand on God for, that's what you receive, and because how many times you do you read in scripture where Jesus said, according to your faith, you know, your faith has made you whole. And I know this is controversial, but 
If you, if you put a little bit of a demand on God, you receive a little bit. If you put a big demand on God, you receive a lot. And if you put no demand on God, you receive nothing. So they're like, like for example, I, I was in Israel on a speaking tour and I went to Chorazim and Chorazim is where Jesus cursed it to ruins because none of them believed he was the Messiah. None of them received miracles. And he cursed this, this region to, this town rather, he cursed it to ruins. So it's like even Jesus was unable to do miracles because there was no demand on him, right? So I tell people, if you, if you, when you come up for prayer, it has nothing to do with me. My faith is at a 100. I believe God can raise the dead. I believe that he can heal. Cancerous cells can die. He can open deaf ears. I believe God can do anything. So when I'm praying for people, my faith is not at 70%, 60%. It's at 100. But if people don't get healed, if they don't get delivered or set free, Sometimes they have to examine, like, did I put a demand on God? Do I really believe it? Do I, you know, Smith Wigglesworth, here's another general of the faith. Smith Wigglesworth said over and over and over again, his, his phrase was just believe, just believe. Smith Wigglesworth would say that over and over and over again, just believe, just believe, just believe. And as I've gotten more seasoned in ministry, I realized that most people don't believe at all and they just go through the motion. So that phrase is so simple. The Smith, Smith Wigglesworth phrase was just believe. It was so simple yet so profound because people don't even believe at all. So when you just believe that there, it active, it's an activation of faith and then God begins to do all of these uh, incredible things. So yesterday I told the people, I'm not the healer. I'm not the deliverer, but I'm a conduit, just like the light switch, you know? Like, you know, this, let me show you, because I'm here. This right here is a plastic light switch. It has no power, but it is a great conduit for power. If I, when I press the button, power flows through it. So it's a conduit. And that's, I'm just a plastic light switch. Like I don't have, I don't have any power but I become a conduit for power through faith. Come on, there's a grace that the Lord releases. He activates a gift for healing, prophecy, deliverance, whatever, right? So um, I was telling the people, whatever you wanna receive, that's what you're gonna receive. And whatever you, like, if, whatever you believe for. Now also, and I wanna say on a quick side note, God is sovereign. So there are times where people like, I do believe and, and, and there is not a healing, but that is when we trust in the sovereignty of God to be faithful to his will that in the end, he makes all things new, you know? And, and so whether you receive the miracle when you want it, how you want it, uh, that's on God. And, but what we do, and so I don't want you guys to think that I'm saying like, you know, I'm trying to... Uh, Oh, you got some pizza, huh? Well, the kids wanted pizza and everybody else wanted pizza. Now, you want me to show them uh, um, a this New York is, pizza? Is, no, 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 no. This isn't it. Okay, hold this on, hold on. This is Nutella pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what? A Nutella pizza? Some of our employees are coming over and they need something special. Everly, what do you think about that? This is hilarious. Okay, get that All right, let me go back. Let me go back to this teaching because they're over there sinning with that uh, yeah, Nutella pizza. Have you ever seen anything like that? Hey, they say we love we love your fam. I love you guys too. Nutella pizza. Everybody's like, 
<laughs> That's so extra. Wood fired, wood fire, uh, I can't even, Nutella pizza. I can't have that, y'all. I'm on a diet. I'm keto. I can't do it. Look, I started sweating just even thinking about eating something like that. Don't put this on me then. Okay. Yeah, somebody says in the comments, such a big box. Okay, so going back to this, um, you know, God, God is sovereign, which means that not everybody, you know, I do, I believe it's his desire for all to be healed. But I also know that in, there's this mysterious element where we can't manipulate God. We can't, you know, we, we can't actually do Christian witchcraft where we're trying to twist God's arm to do, you know, to do whatever. And so there's times where it's like the person praying um, has believed the person receiving prayer has believed and yet there isn't a healing. And I don't know. And I, I've done many teachings on that. I've talked about doubt. Um, I've talked about sin. I've talked about all of the reasons why people are not healed. Uh, I'd love to do some updated videos on that. If you guys would love to see some teachings on healing, I'd love to do some new ones, especially now that my, my setup's better. Check it out. This is my setup, by the way. You know, when you see me, Live streaming, that's what I look at, I look to. It's, it's a lot of gear, isn't it? Yeah, so anyways, that's my setup. Um, but what was I gonna say? Yes, it is in my living room, by the way. I moved it, look, how, look at this. My wife lets me have that in the living room. That's how much I love you guys, that I stream with all of that stuff. No, that's how much I love them. <laughs> my wife says, no, that's how much she loves you. Okay, so anyways, back to this teaching. Uh, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. Um, I would love for you guys to subscribe if you're just randomly seeing this dude in New York City walking around in his living room. Okay, so back to yesterday. So I'm praying for people and I feel the presence of God uh, being released. I, I, I really feel that like the glory of the Lord saturating the room, something special is happening. And then all of a sudden, they bring this woman to me. Now you, now you can go watch this video on my YouTube account. And if somebody, one of the mods for my channel can maybe even drop the link. So all of a sudden they bring this woman, they're like, she's deaf, you know, she, you know her ears are blocked. Uh, can you pray for this woman? Can you pray for her? So I'm like, you know what? Uh, yeah, like, cause I'm, I'm flowing at this point. I'm flowing. I've laid my hands on like 40 people already. I'm given prophetic words. Uh, people are receiving the gift of tongues. They're being activated. It's amazing. So this woman comes up and I'm like, yeah. So what I did was I had the entire crowd cause I've been really doing a lot of activation lately. And I just told the crowd, I was like, I want everybody to declare, uh, deaf ears open, deaf ears open. So I start, so that I have everybody repeat it. And you know what it was? After 25 years of me seeing miracles, that's how long, you know, 25 years of me praying for people, seeing miracles, I just felt like I want the hundreds of people in the room to actually experience what it's like to make a declaration. You know what I mean? Like I want, I want them to, to, to say, I said deaf ears open and I watched it happen. Does that make sense? Because I, I really believe that the whole one-man show thing, like I, I steward it, I lead it, that's my job. You know, God's put me in that position as a leader. But I also believe that good leaders activate, they train, they release, they impart, right? 
So I was like, I want all these people to, to say it with me. So you, you literally, can, you, hear, you hear people, deaf ears open, deaf ears open. Now, with all the chaos of everything going on, there's all these people crying, uh, screaming, demons are coming out of people. This is all happening at the same time. So I, I, I kind of like stepped away momentarily and because I'm looking at the band, you know, there's a lot going on. I'm, I'm streaming. We have watch parties that meet in Miami. We've got watch parties in Canada. You know, our V1 church, our church has like house churches that people have all around the world. So I'm looking at the cameras. Um, each camera has like a little light on it to let me know which one. So it's like, I'm looking at cameras. I'm looking at the band. I'm, you know, there's a lot going on and I'm like, trying to make sure that I'm tending to all of it. And I look back and all the people surrounding this woman are, are screaming, she can hear, she can hear, she can hear. So I'm, you now in the video that I posted today here on my YouTube account, you can actually see my face the moment I realized that sh this woman is healed. I mean, it, it's like a shock. I'm like, she just, got, she, I think I said, she just received her hearing. She, she just received her hearing, something like that. And you could see, now, I believed 100% she was gonna be healed, which is why I had all these people screaming deaf ears open. I mean, I'm willing to make myself look like a fool. I'm stepping out there. I've already, now we've already all spoken in tongues together and thoroughly freaked out all the guests. But you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm a risk taker, I'm a faith guy. But the shock was like, whoa. God did it. God did it. And now the woman, I just want to say she was in shock. I'm talking absolute utter shock. And, you know, and that's the thing. I think when you see the footage of like other people getting healed, everybody responds differently, you know, but like to me, what legitimized what I saw yesterday was she was shocked. I was shocked. You could see it on my face. I know this teaching has been so good, but I wanted to pause for a second because I want to connect with you. Go to MikeSignorelli.com. Tell me your story. Check out all these resources I have available for you. And would you consider financially partnering? It's because people say, I'm going to join my finances with this podcast that we're able to reach so many people around the world. And I'll tell you this, we are good soil to sow into. So I'll see you at MikeSignorelli.com. And thank you so much for your financial gift. Okay, let's jump back in. And it was like, I was like, well, she, you know, like I had that pause or whatever. And this woman, so now here's the thing. She's crying. Everybody's hugging her. I mean, she's ecstatic. And she was so overwhelmed with emotion that we had to actually move her to another part of the church later on so that she could just cry, shout, and just deal with the, the emotional experience of being healed. And that's, that's literally what happened. Like it, it was on that level. So, okay. So now all these, so all that happened. Now, mind you, we do three services in the morning and then we've got a, and, and we simulcast across America. We've got hundreds of watch parties around the world. But then in the evening we have Brooklyn. So I go to Brooklyn and, uh, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, Lord, this morning was crazy. Now I'm exhausted. You know, just not a lot of preachers preach three times on a Sunday. And I always bring it 100, right? You know, I push, I bring my best. 
And I'm, I'm like, man, I'm feeling it. I'm exhausted, but I'm gonna, okay, Holy Spirit, just you have your way. So we go into the Brooklyn service. Now, this is where it gets crazy. <laughs> so we go into the Brooklyn. Now, I'm gonna release this video tomorrow. So it's, and if you're watching this video late, like check my channel, it might already be up. So all of a sudden, um, you know, worship's going, it's good. And I come up to do my transition before I do my sermon. And I, I feel that surge again. I feel the same surge that I felt in the morning. So I tell the, the congregation, our Brooklyn location, V1 Brooklyn, I'm like, guys, I want everybody here to start speaking in tongues. I want everybody here to start praying in the spirit. I want you to intercede. We'll let the Holy Spirit pray through you. The Holy Spirit's gonna, you know, um, pray through you. So we keep going. Same thing happens. It's like I can feel the water rising. I can, it's like I can feel the, it's surging, right? So then, and now listen, I don't replicate things. So it's like, just because God did something one way, it doesn't mean that he's going to do that over and over again, because again, that can turn into a ritual. And then ministers can rely more on the ritual than they do on Christ, like on the actual Holy Spirit doing what he does. But there are times where it does replicate because there's a grace on what the Lord's doing. So for me personally, I was like, you know what? There's a grace, you know? And uh, somebody says, where are you at in Brooklyn? 265 Stanhope in Bushwick. So come on out. I'd love to have you uh, at our Brooklyn location, 265 Stanhope in Bushwick. So anyways... What's up, CJ, watching from New, New Mexico? If you just joined, drop a comment right now. Let me know where you're watching from and hit the subscribe button if you're not a subscriber. We're on the, the road to 100,000 subscribers and I'd love to have you as a part of the family. Okay, so, um, so this is the thing. I, I was like, okay, Lord, I, you're in this moment again. You're in this moment again. So I told everybody speak in tongues and I feel everything surging. So then I say, if you need a touch from the Lord, I want you to just run to the altar now. And now I told everybody, I still have to preach this sermon. The Lord gave me a word about jealousy and envy. I really feel strongly that I'm supposed to deliver this word. And so I'm gonna pray for everybody, but I still, I'm asking that you would give me the privilege of preaching this word after I pray, because I knew it was gonna be crazy. And I, you know, so by the way, if you didn't go back and watch yesterday's sermon on jealousy and envy, because it's one of the best messages I've ever preached. And I believe it was from the throne room of heaven. I mean, God really gave me some revelation about that. And if, and if you've been feeling stuck, like, you know, why am I stuck? Why, you know, I can't move forward. Why is God not releasing my destiny? Why am I not stepping into my purpose? You might need to get free from jealousy and envy first because he can't elevate you higher um, because you'll do the right things for the wrong reasons. And I, I don't want to re-preach that sermon again, but sometimes it's like, like uh, Leah will have babies just to make Rachel upset. You know, and Rachel will have an intimate relationship with Jacob just to flaunt it to Leah. If you go back to that sermon, like, so some, so even with the supernatural, I've seen a lot of people actually do supernatural ministry for the wrong reasons. And, and so, and people got healed, God honored it and he used their ministry anyway, but they wanted to look powerful. They wanted to look like they were a big deal and they did it because of pride. And so it's like, sometimes God doesn't even trust you to release you into higher levels of influence because 
um, quite frankly, you're doing, you know, your motive's wrong because of jealousy against other ministers, other people. You know, it's a, so go back and watch yesterday's message. Okay, so anyways, um, everybody comes up to the stage and I start praying for everyone and it was amazing. It was amazing. So again, people, demons are getting cast out of people. People are getting prophetic words. I'm releasing words over people. They're weeping. It's you know accurate. I'm I'm hitting the bullseye. I was just it was a, there was a grace. There was a grace on it. Okay. So, matter of fact, I feel fire in my right hand right now. Talking. I'm not kidding. I feel fire in my right hand right now. Just talking. I'm gonna pray for you guys here in a little bit. So if you have a physical condition, if you need healing, some of you are desiring the gift of tongues, just drop in the comment right now. I mean, clear as day. That's something else I should say. I know I'm all over the place, but this is like a bonus live. I was not gonna go live today. So just consider yourself lucky, fortunate. <laughs> I'm joking. But yesterday was a weird thing too. Matter of fact, I'm, now that I'm saying it out loud, so when I was on Long Island, when we got like two to three minutes into speaking in tongues, um, my hand turned outward like this and I just felt, and I held it there. And it's like, as soon as I held my hand here, I felt like fire just engulf my right hand. And um, I just, you could see it on film. If you go back to the V1 YouTube channel, you could see the moment where we're speaking in tongues and then my hand just comes out like this. And then fire, just I just felt fire in my hand. Then the healing starts happening. I just started feeling it now again, which is crazy. Okay, so anyways, um, I, I started giving people words and I'm praying for them and I'm prophesying over them and I'm, it's just really, really powerful. But then this is where it gets crazy. I didn't even notice that there was a woman with leg braces on and a cane. Didn't even notice it. And I'm just going down the line laying my hand on people. Now I lay phone, it's almost gonna die. Where I, the battery is low, so this is like the grand finale. So all of a sudden, I lay my hands on this woman, or my hand on her head, rather, like this, and she just immediately starts speaking in tongues. So I'm celebrating, thinking she received the gift of tongues. She, you know, she's baptized in the Holy Spirit, this is amazing. But really, what this I didn't even, this is how I was in a whole nother place, headspace, this woman, I, I look down and she's got a cane and, and this leg brace. And like all of a sudden she just starts, her knees start moving. And, her, and as her knees are moving, it's like I see the cane going up and down. Now I'm thinking there's no way she could do this. There's no way physically that she could do this. And then it gets more and more dramatic. And then all of a sudden, she, I'm telling you, she rips off her leg brace hands me the cane and then just starts dancing. I'm t and this is an older woman. I mean, I'm talking straight up dancing. Then the place goes absolutely insane because now we've got a, a leg brace, like this leg brace on the ground. I've got a cane in my hand. The woman is dancing all over the place, supernaturally healed in her body. We've got the whole thing on film. I'm gonna be putting that video out tomorrow so that you guys can see. Now, here's the, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to come on this live. After the service was over, now, well, well, before I get to that, I took the cane and I went on stage and I held it up 
And I, I said, and David returned with the head of his enemy and everybody went crazy, you know, and we know that Jesus is our prophetic David because he slayed, you know, sin, death, hell, the grave. He slayed, uh, you know, he, the David of the story is not me, it's Jesus, right? Because Jesus came back with the head of our enemy and he said, I've defeated sickness. I defeated death, hell, the grave, right? And so, um, you know, everybody's shouting, everybody's, it was just, it was one of those like sovereign moments. So then service now, now service is over and nobody wanted to go home. By the way, our Brooklyn location, V1 Brooklyn, shout out to you guys, you, the, the, the community that they have, how much they love on each other. Nobody wanted to go home. It was like 45 minutes after service. Everybody's praying for each other, hugging each other, laughing. I, I took video of it with my phone because I was like, man, I'm so overwhelmed by how much uh, community we have at our Brooklyn location. But anyways, the woman comes up to me. Now this woman, no, the, she has not put the braces back on her legs. She's still, the cane's gone, no cane. She's walking around like totally normal. And she's like, Pastor Mike, I had to tell you a story. And she's like, this, and then, no, this, this will blow your mind. She said, months ago, the Lord gave me a dream. And in the dream, you were praying for everybody in V1 Brooklyn. And you were saying, fire, 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 Right? For those of you asking what time is service next Sunday, you can go to my website, mikesignorelli.com. The locations and times and services are there. And so we meet uh, at 6 p.m. in Brooklyn for now. But service times are always changing in our world. So just, you gotta go, go to mikesignorelli.com. You can check it out. Um, but anyways, so the woman said months and months ago, the Lord gave her a dream that she was at our Brooklyn location and that um, I called people forward for healing and then all of a sudden she was healed. And, and, you know, and I was saying, fire, fire. Now, when I pray for people, now this is me just keeping it 100 because we're close. You know, you got, we're close. You know, this is the inner circle. Like you're in my living room right now. I, uh, whenever I pray for people, I don't say fire, fire, fire like that. Cause it's kind of cliche. Pentecostals love to say it. Now we know that the apostle Philip would, he showed up and he actually baptized people, um, you know, he baptized people with the Holy Spirit and fire. And, and we know that, so it's biblical. It is biblical. Even Jesus said, there's, there's another who's gonna baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So it's not when, when people pray fire, 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 that's not unbiblical. It's, it, it is actually biblical. But I don't personally pull that out often. Like, I gotta know it's the Lord. Because like, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? I'm not just your average cliche Pentecostal. But if the Lord's in it, and I do feel that he wants to release fire, I, I can show you many scriptures where it actually says the Holy Spirit and fire. So it's like, there's a reason for that. It's not random, right? So yesterday I was, now the funny thing is in her dream, I was actually releasing fire, 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 fire. So last night I'm going across the entire congregation and I'm going fire, 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 fire. And people are receiving the fire of the Holy Spirit. And, and it was powerful, powerful. And I'm like, fire, 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 fire. Then all of a sudden I get to this woman and now this is the thing she told me. She's like, Pastor Mike, in my dream, you were releasing fire. You came all the way down the prayer line, then you got to me and then I was supernaturally healed. Now here's where it's crazy. 
she said, Pastor Mike, tonight was my dream in reality. Like every element of it, it happened exactly. And she said, for the last several months, she's been coming to my church and she's been saying, Lord, is this the Sunday? Is this the Sunday? Is this the Sunday that the dream happens? And every week he's like, not yet, not yet. And when I called everybody up for prayer last week, it was like the Lord said to her, now, now go. And she, she said it was it. So this is the best part. Um, leg braces on the floor, cane's gone. This woman, I watched her walk out of the service and just walk out the door. And I mean, no limp, no nothing. Like a crippled woman walking out of service, no limp, no pain, like she was brand new. Matter of fact, when I was praying for her, I kept saying all things new, 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 new. Sometimes when I'm praying for people, uh, I just, if God will give me like a word, he'll give me a phrase, something that he's doing. And you know, he doesn't need me to say it 50 million times, but I do it. It just, it's for me more than it is for the Lord. I probably could have just said it once, but it just feels good. I am a little wild. Hey, come on in guys. Hey, well, anyways, Heather and Chris are here. Hey. Here they are. <laughs> oh, hey, this is Heather and Chris. So Chris is on the worship team. Heather's the director of operations, which she did lead worship in Deberson, Hungary, like a boss, like a boss. And I love them so much. Um, we're going to hang out for a second. But I want to pray for you guys, which is why I jumped on in the first place. And I know Mandy Mill says, hey, Heather and Chris. <laughs> um, but I do want to pray for you guys, which is why I came on this um, on this live. Okay, so Shanna says, I want the gift of healing. Joanne Lopez says, hey, I'm here. Hey, guys. Uh, healing. Okay. Many of you guys have many desires. Now, listen, here's the thing I'm saying as a spiritual father, become a better gift receiver, become a better gift receiver. What does that mean? Stop trying to be religious. Stop trying to earn your healing. Stop trying to say, well, God, if I read the Bible and I pray three times a day and I give my tithes and the offering and I do all this, maybe you'll heal me. Maybe you'll bless me. Maybe, maybe you'll give me the gift of healing or the gift of tongues. That's not how it works. You become adopted. When you receive Jesus as your savior, you become adopted and you are a child of God. And as a child, you have rights and you have privileges. And so healing is your right. Healing is your privilege as a child of God. He bore, our, his, he bore stripes on his back for our healing. So I want you to just say like, there's nothing I can do in this moment to earn this. I am going to receive healing. But I also, like Smith Wigglesworth, I wanna tell you, just believe. Just believe. Now, before I say that, because uh, I want to begin to pray for you, okay? Um, I, really, I really love the idea of doing some teachings on God's generals. Would you guys like that? I'd love to do some teachings where I teach you about John G. Lake. I teach you about Smith Wigglesworth. I teach you about Catherine Coleman, you know? Um, I, I think that might be beneficial. I'm learning more and more that many of you guys don't know about any of the generals in the faith. 
Awesome. A lot of you guys are so new. So like, for example, when I was praying for that woman, I put my fingers in her ear canals like this. But I learned that from A.A. Allen. You know, it's, you know I, I'm not saying that God needs me to do that, but I did it because I, I saw him do it. You know, when me and Vlad, you guys love Pastor Vlad. I love Pastor Vlad. When I was in, um, when I was in Washington, I, we were uh, doing deliverance side by side, you know, and sometimes Vlad does this. He does his hand like that. You know, so sometimes I say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what Vlad does today. <laughs> you know, you, you steal each other's moves in, in like a, a appreciative, encouraging way. You know, you know it's like a, a compliment. Now, Smith Wigglesworth, he punched people in the stomach. I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't recommend that. You got to really know the Lord's telling you to do that. <laughs> um, you know, so, but anyways, I want to do some teachings on God's generals because I've drawn a lot of strength from their lives. And I think that'd be a good, a good study to, to take you through God's generals. Okay, so many of you have prayer requests um, and I, I wanna pray for you right now. So let me pray for you. <laughs> you guys are so funny in, in the chat. Let me pray for you guys, okay? And whatever you need healing for, thank you, Father, for your presence. Thank you, Lord. So right now in the name of Jesus, I just release supernatural healing over every single physical body. Supernatural healing now. Headaches and migraines be gone now in the name of Jesus. Arthritis healed now in the name of Jesus. Neck pain go now. Somebody's, you might even, I, I believe somebody's actually experiencing like a popping, like an audible popping in their neck. Fibroids now go in Jesus' name. Fibroids be healed. Wow, I feel that. I don't if somebody I don't know if somebody has like lingering pneumonia, may and your but your lungs are not clear. I want you to take three breaths in and out deep. Three. And on the third breath, you're gonna actually feel your pneumonia dissolve and it's gonna your lungs are gonna begin to clear in Jesus' name. Blurred vision. Wow, somebody literally just said popping and cracking. <laughs> Tooth pain, go in Jesus' name, be healed. Uh, wow. Tinnitus or tinnitus, however you, some people say it differently, but ringing of the ears, be healed now in Jesus' name. Dizziness, chronic dizziness, inner ear conditions, be healed now in the name of Jesus. Be healed, yes. Trauma to the brain. Maybe you've got a brain condition. I don't know what it is, a neurological condition healed now in the name of Jesus. Lockjaw, TMJ, be healed now. So, you know what? Whoever has some a condition in your jaw, I want you to actually put your hand on your jaw as a point of contact. And I, I know this is uh, maybe out of your comfort zone, but put your hand right now on your jaw. Be healed now in the name of Jesus. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hormone imbalances. Be healed. All right, guys, I've got 30 more seconds, okay? Now, if you've got a testimony, I want you to uh, put it in the comments so I can see. 
If, so, if you experience pain being removed, like maybe your pain went down to zero, whatever that is, just go ahead and put a comment and let me know. Yeah, there you go. Come on now. Mm. <laughs> Come on. Yes. Well, let me just pray 30 more seconds. Father, I just thank you right now that you are supernaturally healing every single condition under the sound of my voice. Lord, that they are being made whole according to their faith. Heal them now, God. Hip pain, leg pain, anxiety be gone now. I break the power of anxiety now and every stronghold come down. Every bit of coughing, even pneumonia, even uh, COVID, even lingering uh, viruses we command to die now in the name of Jesus. Every vi vi virus, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we are coming to the end of yet another incredible time together every Monday, every Wednesday and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am posting a new podcast so that you can be equipped and learn and grow. And you know, if you got this far, you may want additional mentorship and you may want to connect with me on a deeper level, which is why I have the Breakthrough Community. If you visit MikeSignorelli.com or BreakthroughTeaching.com, you can become a monthly financial partner for $27 a month or $297 for the entire year, you can come into the Breakthrough Community. We do monthly Zooms. Yes, monthly Zooms. It's wild. People from all over the world are there, including prophetic seminars and teachings that literally are banned on other platforms. All of it's waiting for you, including a private Facebook group with all of the other Breakthrough Community members. So again, go to MikeSignorelli.com or BreakthroughTeaching.com and become a monthly partner. I can't wait to see you there and I will see you in the next podcast episode.